Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. This week's guest is pro triathlete and elite runner Morgan Pearson. Morgan is a New Jersey native and graduate of the University of Colorado, who is also one of the founding members of Tin Man Elite and has now has his eyes set on representing the U.S. at the 2021 Olympics in the triathlon. We talked a bunch about the unique quirks of triathlon training, how it feels when he does come back to running and beats a bunch of pros, his hot takes on runners using social media, and of course the origin of the nickname Heartthrob. Morgan's a really interesting guy with a really unique perspective on the sport, and I really hope you'll enjoy the episode. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, download, do whatever it is you do, and until next time, this has been Run Your Mouse. Welcome to Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. Uh, this week, we have uh, a, a long-awaited guest, somebody I've wanted to have on the podcast for a while, uh, Morgan Pearson. How's it going? Going well. How are you? Oh, all right. Long run this morning. Very out of shape still. So. Long <laughs> How far did yeah. you go? Uh, like 16, but we like we, the guys I was running with were hammering a bit, and I have not yeah. hammered a long run in months, so... <laughs> 16 is a good distance. Yeah. What do you do? How, how deep into what are your 14 workouts are you today so far? Uh, I just did a swim this morning. So pretty, so far it's been going good, but uh, yeah, I, I started doing my long runs on Saturdays, which is kind of nice. Today's a Sunday. Yeah, that is. Yeah, definitely uh, gets it out of the way early. Um, yeah. What do you, I, I feel like you're, well, so obviously you're famous for your, uh, training schedule, at least among runners. So I feel like people don't really understand how hard triathletes go yeah. just in terms of like hours logged. What is your coffee consumption like? Um, I don't drink, I try not to drink too much coffee. I'll de- like maybe like two to three cups in the morning, like throughout the morning, but that's about it. Like a cup when I wake up and then a cup, like, after with breakfast type thing but nothing i don't know i like for a while i was probably drinking a little too much and i was just kind of over it and it was just like i realized like it wasn't you drink like i feel like people start drinking it uh like before workouts because they think it's like you feel better you're more energetic but i actually am like it made me feel worse like you feel all jittery and stuff and like your bowels don't feel as good so i don't i try not to drink too much but i'll enjoy one in the morning and like throughout the day if i if i'm feeling it but yeah i i'm super addicted to coffee but i, I don't really yeah like it before workouts because honestly i just feel like it like i've had issues in the past where like being really dehydrated especially for morning workouts yeah. it's like yeah. you either feel super full and uncomfortable by chugging a bunch of water or you feel like you're gonna like puke from being dehydrated so yeah i mean i like like in the morning like i definitely like want to drink it or when i first wake up but after that i'm not like i used to i i feel like in the past i was like a little bit like more addicted but now i've gotten a little bit off of it which is nice yeah did you do you have morning practice in high school for swim team no uh in high school i was more like uh swimming in the at night so like yeah, I, we... I, I do track right after school so from like three to five and then swim from like six to seven six to seven thirty or something so 
Yeah, luckily not. <laughs> yeah, we, my club team didn't have morning practices, but my high school team had some, and like that was yeah. always <clears throat> could not do that now. That's when you're young, you don't know any better. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I guess, but I only swam high school swimming one year, and there was early there's early morning practices, but I only yeah, I was on the club team too. What was your stroke before you, before you became? Uh, I was always freestyle, like distance free. Um, I'm not, I mean, I still, am, I'm very bad at other strokes, uh, <laughs> even to this day, which now is fine. But yeah, I was always distance free, which I guess is good for triathlon stuff. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I was a butterfly guy. So I have terrible posture yeah, like, for, for life as a result. <laughs> that's cool though. I feel like butterfly guys are, that was a nice event to be good at. Yeah, I was like, well, the, my problem was I was good enough at flying back. They would like put me in the IM, but I'm literally terrible at breaststrokes. So breaststrokes, the breaststrokes are the weird one. Like, you could be really good at the other three and then be bad at breaststroke. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh. So I, I imagine people. I, I am bad at people's backgrounds, but I imagine people mostly either from the intro or from from just knowing you as a as a athlete will know a little bit of your story but when you went did you cross train like or not like everyone cross trains a bit but like did you train as significantly in like swimming and cycling in college when you were no I didn't I honestly didn't touch I mean I touched a pool but I didn't I never swam for the five like I did five years of college because of fifth year and stuff but I know so I went basically five five and a half years of like not touching the pool so, Did it and suck it, to come back and just feel like you're in really bad shape compared to before? Uh, actually, it was good for me because when I was getting back into triathlon, I was looking at the top guys and I was like, I know the times I was swimming in high school were ne- wouldn't be able to be like lead pack. So I was like, this is actually, I'm going to use this to my advantage and like, um, kind of like, because when you don't do something for five years, you're, it's not like you're learning it new. You, luckily, I still had the feel for the water, but I could kind of rebuild my stroke and, my technique and stuff and my speed. So I actually use it to my advantage and kind of like when I first was getting back in the pool, after, when I was getting to triathlon, I was like, okay, I'm like really focused on technique, really focused on the stuff that I, I didn't focus so much on in high school. Cause I don't know. It, it actually came back quicker than you might think. Yeah. I I've done a couple of sprint triathlons. I, in summers in college, I would like, I don't want to say train for triathlons, but I would yeah. do a couple of triathlons. And I always thought I was going to do it after college, like at that as my full-time thing, but I am like the world's worst biker. Really? <laughs> and so well, I got the two or three, hard. but. Yeah. I mean, that was the one for me that I had to learn and I'm still learning, <clears throat> but uh, I think I'm a, from a talent standpoint, I'm a decent biker, but yeah. yeah. Honestly, I feel like the mint, like, I just, I don't have the, it's not, that's been a big hard thing for me with like marathon training and stuff is I don't have the focus to like be yeah. dialed in for such a long period of time in the bike. You're just out there for so long. Like yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Well, I always say like, if you want to do triathlon, the most important thing is you have to love training and like, yeah, like there's like, there's obviously talent and like skill and all that stuff. But if you don't like training or you don't love it, like you're not going to, you probably won't make it in the sport because it's like three sports all the time and just yeah always at it but i mean for your listeners who aren't really a cycling background or swimming like it's not impact 
so you can do it so much more and you have to like i mean you could run an hour a day and you could be a pretty solid runner but you need to bike like i mean you don't have to bike every day luckily but like you need like a two-hour ride is like kind of like the equivalent of an hour run almost yeah i think it's hard to explain to people like i know yeah. from the swimming side like I've, I've always said it's like you know i've run at such a higher level than i have yeah swam at this point but i've never been as like full body tired from running as i have right. was like you know twice a week in swim team you yeah know? and like that's the, the thing about swimming and biking is like you can go you can get hit it a lot harder more frequently because your body's like not beating itself up so you can hit it i mean you don't want to hit it every day but definitely like more than twice a week you can go pretty hard so so do you have do you have like multiple coaches for each thing or do you have like one coach who kind of uh yeah my my situation is pretty unique um i kind of have i have a head triathlon coach who writes my program um but I kind of, I work with some other coaches in color in Boulder where I live, uh, just more on like a, like specifics. Like, I, like, in fact, I was just at this in practice and this guy named Austin was coaching me and we just, it's like, he's an open water specialist guy. So we're just every, we meet once a week now and we're doing open water specialty sets and, uh, he's just really helping me. And then I kind of go the next week and I, I focus on what he told me. And yeah, I kind of done the same thing with biking, like, uh, there's a lot of skill to biking being in, being in a draft, like in a pack and stuff. So I, I've, uh, I've worked with a bike coach and just kind of like, um, once a week, I mean, not all year round, but definitely like as I'm getting ready for races once a week, just do some high level, like crit practice and then running. I don't really have like a, a someone like that, but yeah. So it's, it's kind of one head coach and then I use other resources along the way. Are you pretty much self-coaching for running stuff at this point? Uh, no, I mean, my coach will give me stuff and, but we, like, I will say like, we talk about it a lot and we kind of like, I'm like, Hey, like this has worked in the past. This is, I really like these workouts. Like, I think they get me really fit. And then he's like, okay, like we need to take the long-term approach. Like we don't want to do this. You'll wear you out. So it's, I wouldn't, I'm not self-coached by any means, but I, in terms of the three, that's the one I, I have like, we kind of talk and have the most input. Most input, yeah. Yeah, and like, do you, luckily, so, sorry. Yeah, luckily he like, like he's not just like a dictator and is like, hey, like you're doing this and you don't have any say. So, well, I have to imagine part of it is you being like, all right, well, my past two running coaches were like two of the best coaches in the country. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for it's sure. A, and he's like a cycling background. He coaches <laughs> like uh, some some good cyclists, so he's he. He's not like uh, coming from a running background and doing triathlon. So, yeah. Do you feel like it's really lonely to train for the tri versus like other? Cause I, cause uh, I... Well, the thing is actually like the, there's, there's triathlon teams, there's groups uh, like similar to a running group. I mean, it's, mm. it's, it's a little bit, it's, it's not exactly the same. Cause it's more like a, uh, there's like, there's probably less people in these triathlon groups than the running groups. But like for me, yeah, it can be lonely. Uh, cause I kind of train a lot. I mean, I, I'm mostly doing a lot of the stuff alone, uh, but I actually enjoy it. I love, like I, I enjoy training by myself. And uh, I always found like when I'm training alone, I'm, I'm actually racing better, especially running. Like I just, I just find out like, I'm good at like uh, knowing how hard to push myself. 
knowing the workouts, like I'm feeling my body and, um, whereas when you're with a group, you know, like you can, you still dictate your own pace type thing, but it's, it's hard to kind of get the right effort out of yourself. So it's, I've actually like, I still like running with people and like, especially on like easy runs and long runs, but like, I, I found that workouts, I actually, when I am training by myself more, I actually race really well, which is, uh, I mean, that's why I do it. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, obviously, you know, Tin Man and, and Colorado are both very, like, big, like, team-oriented yeah. teams. So, was that, I, I just I have to imagine that was, like, a bit of it. That was a big mental realignment to just, like, kind of almost feeling like striking out a little on your own, even if you do have people around. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, Colorado, I mean, yeah, because I kind of, like, started training. The first time I, like, went into significant training by myself was right after college, and during college, I was always like, I felt like I was like training better than I'd race. And then I kind of had those breakthroughs right out of college when I was doing more stuff on myself. It wasn't like I was like all of a sudden a different runner and way fitter, but I think I was like, yeah, there's that like, uh, I was doing the workouts maybe properly to me, but also there's that mental aspect. You're training by yourself. You're like, that's hard, you know, like doing, doing an 18 mile long run by yourself. Like that's, there's no way around it. That's hard. But if you can do that, like you're going to be ready to race. Like a 5K is going to go by so quick for you and you're just going to feel so like mentally fresh the whole time. So, yeah, I mean, like a cut. Do you feel like it cut back the other way when you were on these teams? Like you, you felt like you got dragged into stuff for downsides to be? Like I will never, I I love training with the Tim Man guys when I did and I love training at CU. So I don't want to like, I don't want to like, um, say that there was no value in that there's there's a huge amount of value i mean training with someone like drew like that guy is such a good run i mean he is like i mean we we all know how good he is so i I actually learned a lot from him hot take from morgan pearson drew hunter is a good runner yeah yeah like i actually like he was younger than me but i actually feel like i learned more from him uh and like at cu is the same thing you know like when i came in as a I, i came there as a sophomore i transferred and um you know, I, the upperclassmen, I just like, you just learn so much. So there's always, there's always benefits and, you know, negative and positive to training with a big group, training by yourself. I've just found like now where I'm like, kind of like the Olympics is in the year. And, uh, I just really want to like do the workouts like for me. And I don't want to like, I'm not really, um, yeah, I need to be like, I I hate to admit it, but I, I need to be selfish yeah no I mean I think that makes a lot of sense yeah. especially since you're doing something that yeah you know obviously a lot of the people that you came up with are running full-time still and then yeah obviously... yeah and it's a it's an it's it's like it's enticing to want to run with guys and do workouts with really good runners but like I'll give you an example like yes on Friday I did I did 10 400s and I averaged like 67 and like that's not a like that's that should be a hard workout but my legs were just like trash because i had biked nine hours the three days before like within the three days before i did three hour ride every day so my bikes my my legs were trashed but that was actually a good workout because i was like i was getting in the work that i needed to do and if i had gone with uh you know whoever maybe i would have been able to run a little bit faster and drag to a faster time but like that's not necessarily what i need to do so do you ever I imagine you probably get this question a bit, but like, I, I don't know, like all the races you've done, but the last two I can think of are like club cross and the Michigan yeah. half and you won both of them. Like when you, when you're riding off of those, do you ever feel like 
fuck it, fuck the triathlon. Like, I'm just going to go back to running. Uh, Yep. No, I mean, the club cross was a little – that was kind of a, a little bit unique because my triathlon season ended like a month before. And I, while I was still biking and running – or biking and swimming, I kind of like was focused more on running a little bit for that month and maybe – maybe swimming like a little bit less and biking like half as much so like that one was a little bit hard to like get a feel for but definitely this michigan pro uh the half marathon i was full on triathlon training there's nothing i was i mean except for the few days before where i didn't i didn't bike as much i was like there was nothing i had changed uh so and that was my first half so i'm like in my head i'm like yeah like maybe that's my best event running and maybe i need to go back and see what i can do but uh right now i'm focused on the olympics and like it'd be great to run a fast half but i started triathlon and the goal has always been the olympics and like hopefully it happens this year i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna quit now you know it's like yeah seven eight months away like no it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense but afterwards i think so i think uh i think that fall i think i'm gonna take a stab at some some fast times and try to get back into like uh running shape and just maybe run like back to a little bit more run. i mean i'll still probably want to swim and bike just like a little so if i do come back to triathlon i'm not like starting fresh again but definitely like definitely crossed my mind when so not to you know start any beef or anything but did you have a little bit of satisfaction to to beating all those pro full-time runners in, in michigan Oh my God. I mean, yeah, like for, for sure. I mean, I'll say this, I have a mental edge going into that race because I have no pressure. You know, I'm like, if I go and run 63 tie or something, like I'm a triathlete, like that's a good race. So I definitely have the mental edge, but yeah, I mean, it feels great to go be a bunch of pro runners. Like, I mean, yeah, it feels amazing. Like I, I love, like, yeah. And I mean, honestly, to win any race feels great. Like it doesn't matter if it's your local 5k, like winning is such a good feeling. And, uh, so, uh, yeah, just to win the race was great, but yeah. I, so normally I wouldn't ask about this, but you posted about it the other day. So I actually did, uh, just cause I think it's, uh, I think it's an interesting thing that people don't really realize, but, um, you talked on Instagram the other day about like your body composition changing a lot between running and triathlons. Yeah. How, how much does your weight fluctuate between like peak running and peak triathlon? Well, I'm i I'll say that I'm probably about 10 pounds heavier, but muscle like, so, yeah. And I mean, even at the, uh, even at club cross last year, I was, I was still like my triathlete weight, you know? So I'm, it's about 10 pounds. It, my my estimation because like I, like when i was super fit running i was right under 150 i was like 148 149 and then when i'm super fit in triathlon i'm like 158 159 so then it's not like i'm like i mean i don't know what kind of fat i, I mean maybe that's a little more fat because my body retains it to swim and for buoyancy but like i think it's mostly like back and shoulder muscles and maybe some yeah. of the, in the the quads and from from biking so yeah and i mean like i don't i don't want i didn't mean to like cause controversy but there's no like denying that to 
like I don't, I don't think it was controversial yeah like, like carrying 10 pounds of uh muscle in your back and shoulders is not going to help you run fat like it's not like helpful towards running like being a str- you want to be healthy and strong and i'm never going to be like 135 pounds like i'm that's not my goal if i do go back to running some races but like i think it would make sense to try to get back to that like 150 149 did you get like backlash for that no, no, no. Uh, like, I was going to say, I, guess, I think people you know, understand I, that. I, yeah. I don't know. yeah. Yeah. Like you never know, like pe- people these days, like they might, they might think badly and not say anything, but I, I don't, I was trying to be like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That photo of me, like was so funny. Cause I would like, look, look so young and little, but, uh, yeah. No, I think, and I work with, the, sorry. No, like, and I work with a nutritionist. So I, my plan is to do it in a healthy way, you know? Yeah. And I think that that's like, to me, I feel like that's always kind of what I've tried to both like instill in myself and like preach in terms of like anything to do with body stuff is like, do, do the training and like yeah. your weight will be whatever your weight is for yeah. that training, you know, like, no, and like you're even fit, when... your body will be the right fitness, you know? Yeah. And like, even when I was running, I've always been like a bigger runner anyways. So it's not like I'm like, I need to get down to like, looking like a, some super skinny guy. Like I'm, I'm fine being my running, but I know what my running weight is, you know? And I know I've put on muscle, like, cause I need it for swimming and bike. Like you can't swim. Like you don't swim 5,000 yards a day and like not put on some muscle. All right, before we get to the fun stuff, I did have a couple quick triathlon questions for you I wanted to ask. Um, do you, so how much time do you spend practicing transitions? Is that something that you uh, ever do? Yeah, I should probably do it more. I always kind of, yeah, without getting too into it, like I definitely like, it's definitely like a weakness of mine. I tr- I'll do it like b- before the race season starts, I'll probably do it like twice a week for a couple of weeks and I'll do like 10 to 15 transitions. So it's not like a weekly thing, but definitely with, as race season gets, if I haven't raced in a while, I try to practice it heading into the race. And do you, you normally race in like ITU racer normally in a warm enough place that you're not wearing, like you're wearing the same suit for all three legs, right? You're not changing. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we'll wear a wetsuit over a racing suit. So you have to take that off, but yeah. Yeah, you're never really, you don't change, like that, you don't change. <laughs> that was always the thing I, in my very limited try experience, like that was my biggest worry was like in taking my wetsuit off, I was going to like grab my half tights and like right. pull them off. Like, yeah, well, luckily, yeah, luckily it's one full suit. Yeah, I've never, I've never had one of the singlet ones. So that, that probably avoids that. But I'll say this, like if I was doing an Ironman, I would want to like get out of whatever I biked in and put on like short shorts. And like, a ten, like, I just feel like it'd be worth it to get changed. Yeah. Well, that's, like, I mean, those are so like long. Just, like, yeah. Like you're running out there for a marathon. You might, like, I'd rather be comfortable than like, but I don't know. Those guys know what they're doing. So. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, I guess that, uh, segues into the other one I was going to say is, do you, do you have a worst chafing story that, uh, has ever happened in your training? Uh, yeah. Well, when I trying to think actually i used to wear these necklaces in uh college and like my really my one of my best friends from college named pierce and we just like made it we would make them out of shoelaces and they were like i don't know we just wore them and uh 
so but I like liked it like I thought it looked cool and it was just like reminding me of him and so I start so like I would wear I still was wearing it a little when I first started but then you know the wetsuit like I didn't want to take it off but you, they made us so but then we started training it with a wetsuit a little and it like holds it there and I it took like one practice and it was like bleeding oh, uh, and like just from swimming in the pool, like it hurts so bad and it hurt for weeks. And, and I, even after I took it off, like it still hurt because the wetsuit was still like rubbing on it a little. So that, I mean, that was just kind of, I should have known that was probably not the smartest thing to do, but. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess that's not a mistake you'll make twice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sadly I, I can't wear that anymore. But uh, Well, the other thing I was going to ask is your worst crash. Have you ever had a real bad one on the bike? Oh my God. Yeah. I've had, a, I've had quite a few. Um, the worst one, uh, well, actually two come to mind. The worst, I crashed in a race for the first time this year. And honest, I had, I had three triathlons or three ITU triathlons this year. Uh, and one of them I crashed. So I couldn't, and it like happened in the first K of the bike of a 40 K bike. So I, I couldn't even, like my bike was jacked up and I was like really jacked up. So that was, and it was totally my fault. Like, I just wasn't, I was still putting my shoe on, you know, how you like, you jump on, yeah. your, I was like looking down and I was putting my shoe on. I didn't realize there was a, a bend in the road and I just kind of hit the curb and it was just like, all of a sudden my race is over. That, that was unfortunate more because the circumstance, like this year, there's like no racing. And I mean, there's, uh, and it also, I wasn't able to race after that because I messed up my shoulder and I couldn't swim, but the worst crash was, I was literally just riding my bike. I was doing some like little pickups some little sprints. And my, my front wheel, for whatever reason, I have no idea. It was like a faulty wheel just buckled. So it literally bent in half. And so you can imagine it spinning around, getting caught in the brake, and then me just flying over the handlebars. And that was just a freaky one because it's like I had no control over it. And it was like kind of on a busy road too. It was, it was like that one spooked me for a while because it's like it's one thing to crash and it's your fault and you're in control. But when it's just like your gear is just like, failing you yeah that one and i was really banged up from that one so yeah that one was probably my worst crash yeah i that's that's another like big barrier to me for for getting into cycling seriously is like i have enough friends who've like broken bones gone hit by car shit like that yeah like <laughs> yeah no i mean i was but in colorado where, where i live in boulder like luckily biking is pretty popular mm-hmm. uh but but actually like back in to it yeah, like where I'm from in New Jersey, I don't feel safe biking there because no one no one bikes and it's like the cars just fly get so super close to you and it's narrow roads and yeah, I mean it's a bummer because I actually think it'd be nice nice riding out there. But would you say you're an introvert or an extrovert? Probably an introvert. Yeah, that's what I I feel like all of your your answers so far I feel like have been a very you seem like someone who thrives on on their own. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, probably so for the better or for worse right yeah would you consider yourself a morning person uh i would say like less and less i think i i compared to some people definitely but like the, the more like i don't know if i'm getting older or just like how training is these days like i, I kind of like easing into my morning like i don't i i see these runners and they're meeting at like 7 30 and like I, if you have a job and like running is not your full-time thing. Like by all, like I actually like, that's awesome. But like, if you're like running's your only thing or like your main thing and you're like a pro runner, it's like, what? I just don't understand why you're running at seven 30. 
I don't like, understand either. I would run it. It's like 20, day yeah. When it's like 25 <laughs> degrees, like, uh, I like kind of easing into the day and like, yeah, just warming up into it. But I, I mean, I'd say morning versus night. Like I'd probably morning person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like, so the, the main thing I was, when I was thinking about asking you things for this, the main thing I thought about was, I feel like there's this, um, there's like a dual, there's a duality of Morgan Pearson in that there's like, you're very um, serious and sincere about like your training and like your goals and stuff. And I think people really like relate to that. Yeah. And also I'm like, Morgan's the biggest troll <laughs> yeah. like on all the internet sometimes. So like, yeah. how do you, I guess like, how do you kind of compartmentalize those in your head when you're on, on the social media? Uh, I think they're almost related, you know, like, I don't, it's hard to really say. And like the troll, like, I don't want to be known as like a troll. So, <laughs> but like, I, I do deserve it. I do deserve it. Uh, but I don't know. I think I just like, I, I don't want to say I know what matters, but I know what matters to me. And like, then I see this stuff that's online that's like this is like silly like people are putting so much like uh effort into some of this stuff and like i i've it is important but i don't know i this is not a good answer i just like no i think it kind of is it's like part of i think part of i'm like weirdly turning this into like a media criticism podcast but like part of what's frustrating about social media sometimes is like yeah, not being able to distinguish between the important and unimportant. Well, let me know? let me say this. Like, I take myself really seriously. Or like, I don't take I I take my training really seriously, and like, it's my job, and triathlon is my job, and like, I I'm like all for it, and I'm all about it. But I think at the end of the day, I know it's like a a game, or like it's I know it's not that serious. So I think I like where I seem like maybe I am taking it so serious. Like I know it's not it's not like the end all be all, you know? So for me, it's like, stop. I just, when people take themselves so seriously, it's like, I just kind of like, like to like, kind of like poke fun at it a little. And I'm, <laughs> and I know it's like part of the job. And like, you've probably realized that my Instagram now is like more like, this is how I like to train like a little bit more, like try to be inspirational or tips and stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a good answer for that one. It's just, I guess maybe there's just two sides to me. <laughs> no, I think it's like you, that I think is missing from a lot of people's social yeah. media presence, specifically runners is like the self-awareness. Like, yeah. I think that that can be really frustrating for me sometimes where it's like people will, people will post. So like, that's where my like sincere content joke comes from is like when people just post so earnestly and that yeah. can be so good. Like that's so meaningful to like a lot of people on like a lot of like different, like, issues yeah. and like representation and stuff but it's like it's like you're not fucking curing cancer like you're running in circles. right like <laughs> yeah and i think like i think yeah like and i think it's okay like this is not just about like running social but it's like i think some people feel like maybe they have to like post about certain things or but it's like it's okay to not be an expert on everything it's okay to be like not serious all the time and like you can like laugh at yourself and like 
not to, like be like upset about one thing, but you don't have to like let it ruin your day, you know? And that's kind of what I, I think like, like I'll give an example, like over the summer, it's like coronavirus. Uh, it's, you know, there's riots going or whatever you want to call them, like protests. Um, you know, we have the presidential race coming up. Like it's super, like it's, everything's heavy, dude. Like everything's heavy. I like, I honestly deleted social media off my, like on my phone. I was like, I can't like, listen, like this stuff's important, but like, I'm already down on myself. Like I should, I wanted to be at the Olympics right now, competing, living out my life dream, you know? So like, I'm already down. I don't need to be more down and like all this other stuff. So, you know, I deleted it off my phone, but then like, you know, I, I get it back on Twitter and I'm like, I start making those polls. And I was about to, I was going to ask about yeah, the Twitter polls. And I'm just like, I'm just going to make these goofy polls because people are going to be scrolling through Twitter and they're going to be seeing all this serious stuff. And then they're going to be like, what is this goofy poll? Like what's better peanut butter, jelly sandwich or peanut butter and honey. Like, and it's not because I don't think that stuff's important. It's just like, maybe I could put a smile on someone's face. That's like feeling like, Oh, this is like, or maybe they think I'm an idiot and that's, they're getting, they can make fun of me and their friends. But like, I just was like, this is a, for me, like, I don't think I can, like, I believe all this stuff's important, but like right now I just am trying to make someone smile and laugh. And like, that's kind of where it comes. I think that's where it stems from for me. Uh, and like, maybe people think it's stupid. Maybe think people, maybe it's not right to like do that, but I don't know. I mean, like that's, I've always kind of had that side to me where it's like, you can be a serious, I could be serious about my training and like, be all in and like i'm not like partying and i'm like getting to bed early whatever and i'm like training like five hours a day but at the end of the day i get to like laugh about how the fact that like i'm like killing myself to do this but it's really like not that imp- like it's not that important like i'm, Dude, I'm doing I- it because i love it but it's not like i'm like i'm not like it w- it's great if i have a kid hey morgan like you've inspired me to like work harder your kid's gonna call you morgan not that. No, no, no. I'm saying like, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying like, a fan, oh, a kid comes up to you. Quote yeah. unquote fan. Like, yeah. Or someone comes up to me. Like, that's awesome. And that means, that means so much to me, but at the, like, and I'm, I'm glad, like, you know, I'm glad people can, and some people can be inspired by me, but like at the same time, like, I don't just cause I can inspire some people doesn't mean I have to like still take myself so seriously. Like I could be like, yeah, I can, I can like motivate people to work harder or like, not motivated like who knows like maybe people just don't care about me but like i don't need to be like so serious about it all the time like i could still have fun with it and laugh and like poke fun at myself or poke fun at other people so yeah i think you just I think, yeah i think you just nailed it it's like as soon as you said it it clicked for me where yeah. i think a big part of like particularly me as you know even being a fan of other runners it's like it's the ability to laugh at yourself like right, I fucking yeah. can't stand people who can't laugh at themselves. Yeah, and like, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. That's a, uh, that's definitely a big part of it. Um, well, speaking of explain heartthrob, where did it come from? Why did it go? Uh, <laughs> well, that's actually, it's, so I had a, I had a social media Instagram in college and I actually just like straight up deleted it because, uh, basically my coach told me to <laughs> not, he didn't tell me to, but he's like social media, like coach Wetmore was just like, Hey, uh, I can't imagine he's a big social media. No. Guy. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so he was just like, I mean, I think he told everyone to do it. And like, I, I might've been like, he's like, you're not, this isn't helping you run fast. This isn't helping you in school. And I was like, I mean, 
I love, like, I loved running for him and like, I obviously bought in. So I was like, yeah, I'm done. Uh, but when, before I deleted it, I had like, this is like early days of Instagram, uh, like 2012, 2013. And my name was like, I had more Morgan underscore. And I would always change it underscore. Like every couple of weeks I would just change it. I'd be like Morgan underscore, like, uh, danger piercing or something like, or like Morgan, uh, I don't know, like lone wolf Pierce. Like I would just like change it. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I, uh, I heartthrob came to me when I, you know, have you ever seen the movie place beyond the pines? No. It's like, so Ryan Gosling is like a motorcycle dude and he's all tatted up. And one of his tattoos was heartthrob. And I was like, this guy's sick. Like I'm going to, so I changed it to heartthrob. And then I just like, liked that one. So it was there for longer, but then I deleted it. So when I brought, brought it back, I was like, yeah, that was kind of sick. Like people seem to like, it almost like we were talking about like people like either like got that it was like kind of a joke or like thought I was taking myself so serious, which is like funny in itself. You know, it's like, have you you ever thought about getting a heartthrob tattoo? Uh, no, I can't do that. (laughs) I can't do that. Do you have any tattoos? No, I don't. Yeah. I'm a, is that a a never thing? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I never, never say never, but like, uh, it's just not something I've like thought about really. So I don't really like feel like I need one. Um, yeah. But then to, when I got rid of it, it was just like, so the story behind that is there's this guy who he, he kind of recruited me to do triathlon and he's like, he's older and he was just like talking to me about Instagram and he's like, yeah, like, he, like he was totally serious and like, he is, he's just an older guy. And he was just like, yeah, like you're Morgan heartthrob Pearson Instagram. And I just, it just sounded so stupid when he said it. And I was like, I got to change this. I got I can't have like, you know, like, cause like people's parents started getting Instagram and like social media, like people more, like it just became like, not just like college kids. So I just, I just was like, I can't have like my mom's friends being like, why is, I don't know. Maybe I just, yeah. I lost it's- it. I lost the, uh, all the the ballsiness but uh i was just like i can't have that anymore so i just yeah i i do think uh that's a little because i i get the i get like your like your chaser of steeples like people will like yeah yeah yeah. tell me that in the world i've like literally i was so my boyfriend plus one to a wedding was like zach bevan and chaser yeah i mean that's <laughs> what like, i refer to you as i'll admit it like yeah or just chaser is, honestly chaser well that's the thing is like i mean it's setting aside the fact that i don't steeplechase anymore but like i do think there's a little the second i forget my own ridiculousness like yeah i'm done like you know it's yeah, like yeah, i can yeah. only justify the level of internet presence i have if i also remind myself how annoying it is <laughs> like, yeah no, I mean, that's good. Like, it's good. You don't take yourself too seriously. Like I, I think no one should take themselves too seriously. Yeah. It's definitely, that's, especially, that is... uh, especially if you're like a running, I mean, I know you're, you have more to your life than just running, but like you, when you, when you're putting stuff on the internet, it's like, you're coming up from a runner. So it's like, like we were talking about, like we're, we're a runner. I mean, triathlete runner, like we're at, like, we're not like changing the, you know, maybe we're changing the world, but we're not, you know, we're not curing cancer, as you said. 
Yeah, and I do think it's it's so interesting because it's like there is this old guard, new guard thing where like yeah, a lot of you know, with Kyle Merber retiring this week and everything, I've been thinking about a lot where it's like a lot of the people that I like and that I, you know, people whose social media presences I find really good are people like, you know, I mean, people like you, people like Kyle, people like Drew, who, who kind of have a certain, they kind of started the idea of like, oh, you can kind of be a runner and a really successful athlete and also be funny and goofy and sarcastic and whatever. Yeah. But then there's this new generation of like the YouTube kids yeah and i don't know if it's just that i'm old or what but i'm like this is i, I don't even be like this is the worst because i do think it has potential but i don't understand it like the running youtube yeah. thing well i'll say this like it's like i mean i don't think that's bad for the sport um or like when i say the sport let's just say like running but um yeah but i think it's important that this next generation that's coming, the high schoolers and the runner, like whoever's coming up that they don't forget, like it's sick to be a fast runner and like run fast and like work hard. And like, that's what it's, that's what it's about. Like if someone's YouTube channel is getting you into running, like that's, I'm all for it, but like, let's not like, let's, let's not make the goal to be like, have followers on social media. Let's make the goal, like break four in the mile or like, qualify for the olympic trials or whatever like whatever you're trying to do you know like that's and i mean i, I mean and i'm that's my opinion right like other people might have different opinions but that's just how i feel i'm like if, if it gets people into the sport and it gets people excited like that's sick but like let's never forget like the best part about running is like you being out there either by yourself or with your teammates and just like grinding out a 60 mile long run that you like like you did today like maybe you're running a little bit too hard because your friends are pushing you but like you're probably so satisfied now, you know? Yeah, I feel much more justified in being lazy the rest of the day. Yeah, so it's like... <laughs> but no, you need both. And I think that yeah. that's what it comes down to is like people with no nuance. And I think that that's something that I think... Yeah. You know, not to pick on Kyle, but like I think someone like Kyle is a good example of that where it's like he cultivated a personality and, you know, like an image or whatever. But inherent in that image was the idea that he was yeah, a very serious athlete. Yeah, and he was a, a good runner. And I mean, like, he's had some injuries in the past couple of years, but, like, you go back a few years, like, I was – he was a beast, you know? I mean, like, I was an – like, I just – like, he definitely deserved some some hype and, like, from his running. And, like, he obviously used his, like, social media well and, like, um, for, like, that's that's cool. But, like, someone like Kyle's like, a good – yeah, that's, like, a good example of, like, the balance of the two yeah yeah i know you've been very uh you've been very public with your uh um i, I think you tweeted something one time where you're like post less like run more or something like that. <laughs> i don't know yeah probably i just yeah and i mean i kind of post a lot now but i don't know i don't know yeah i mean social media is whatever like i'm not good at it i'll admit it like but I like I've always like I've honestly like kind of leaned into that and just been like I'm the bad at social media. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's funny because your like stupid Twitter polls like that honestly reminds me a little bit of like the OG like kind of what we went like got into with this podcast where it's like 
you know, all the stupid debates that like mean so much, like 10 miles into a long run. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, like I was, cause I was running with my roommate yesterday and we were, we were, I was just like, you know, we used to run on these roads in college and like some of the dumbest conversations we've ever had, like we were talking about the dumbest stuff, but it's just like, it's such good memories. Like, thinking about it so yeah if you want any of our our questions to use as twitter polls uh i guess i can hit them with you real quick like just your training week start on sunday or does it start on monday oh monday for sure <laughs> do you have a strong justification why or that's just what you've always done uh i don't i just like yeah it, i don't have a strong justification i just it's nice to like have sunday to like do your mind like finish your mind like i don't know i'd rather have sundays like you know long run day or whatever like if you're trying to get your final miles in it's like it's i think it's better to do that way and then they still have monday as a rest day so you're not like the pressure to get in that extra like five miles you know um burritos or tacos uh i'm saying tacos wow you and emma bates that's two tacos that's a that's a controversial take um well, i love talk what's up uh let's go go no i just like i like i always make tacos like whenever i go somewhere new like a lot of times we'll tr- travel and we're somewhere for a week and we have our like a little apartment and i always that's like always the first meal i make for some reason so because nice. it's easy to make and people leftovers you can have it the next day so i don't uh, know i like burritos too they're both good that's for sure half tights or short shorts uh you know, I would say half tights with age. And like, I just think like it, you're better off keeping your legs a little bit like warmer. Maybe it's, I don't even know if it, it, you are keeping them warmer, but I don't know. Um, cap the mile or leave it at 0.9. Oh, I go, I go 0.1. I All go a right. little bit over. Cause my watch, like I've gotten to Strava the last couple of months, like six months. And like, sometimes my watch will say like, 10 miles but then i load it so it's like 9.9 and i'm like what the heck like i want so i'll go like 10.1 now so, uh, so yeah i'll go i'll go a little over i'll go like 10.01 or and, I don't go yeah all the way and the you get to the end of the week and maybe you add up all those little point ones and you're like you just have to run like a little bit less that day or whatever yeah <laughs> that's uh that's very true uh peeing in the shower yes or no yeah I, yeah we all do it even if you don't admit it that was a controversy. I've made an Instagram poll out of that one one time, and it was it was like 75, 25, but like the 25 had strong opinions. The 75 what? The 75 team. yes peeing, 25 no peeing, yeah. but it, it, it got people riled up. People people had strong takes. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know. Do you have a Do you have a favorite beer? I know you're you're all serious. Uh no, well this will be laughing because. I mean, maybe, but we, we, in college, it started, and me and my friend Pierce, who I brought up, we'd always drink O'Doul's, the non-alcoholic, because we had this, like, um, sports scientist come and talk to our team about, like, nutrition and eating, and he's like, he's like, you need to eat bread after your run, and, like, you need to have carbs, like, it's all about carbs, 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 and I'm just like, so one day we just, like, got O'Doul's and, like, drank them after, like, every Friday night, like, and we weren't drinking that much, so. I know that's a weak answer, but it's, I have to say it. And now it's like uh, my friend, Matt, who's a triathlete that I, I'm friends with and we train with 
maybe once a week or something. He like he's all about it. So we'll crush some modules and just uh yeah, I there's mean, a there's a brand now like uh, athletic brewing or something. I know. Like, I was trying to get sponsored. Gotta get that sponsorship. <laughs> I was trying, but like, and I was so mad because I'm like, I, I've been drinking these since college. Like, I actually believe in it. Like, I actually think like it's a great recovery drink. But uh, yeah, I mean, Dude, we'll put them on blast. You got to sponsor this guy. He's, I know, he's right? the, the number one poster boy for this. Yeah. So that's that's what i'm going with i know it's a lame answer and I, I i will drink alcoholic beers too but um yeah that's my answer. i guess building off that before i get to our last questions one of the things i have in here so one is how do you have fun and the other is how do you relieve stress relieve stress i mean luckily for me my life is like exercising so it's, <laughs> i don't serotonin coursing through your veins yeah like i'm like i'm usually pretty stressed i mean maybe my face looks like i'm stressed because i look like i'm angry all the time because my resting bitch face but i actually think i'm not that stressed of a person definitely exercising uh in my opinion is the best stress relief what do you i don't know what do you think yeah that's a good one i i i definitely like can get into a real um like Netflix binge plays sometimes like yeah I actually like two months ago realized that um I oh you can see here I have started painting my nails every once in a while because yeah. it's like a weird um you know how like Buddhists will have those like rock gardens where it's like you just rake the right. sand and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that where it's like for the you know whatever 20 minutes i'm like i'm not looking at my phone i'm not thinking about anything else right. like i'm just yeah. focusing on this like super minute activity right. and yeah and, i mean getting off your phone is i feel like the, if you want to create stress especially nowadays like being on your phone is the way to do it so not that anyone's wanting to create stress but yeah so like getting off your phone and like i guess like going for the bike ride for two hours like you're forced to get off it and you're just like I mean, runners talk about it all the time. Like you're just, but like you're very present and all that yeah. stuff. My other answer is it's not a podcast friendly answer. So we can just leave that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I know I, I listened to you. My, my only research before this was I listened to you on Emma Abrahamson's podcast and, and she asked about your social life. So I guess the question now is how do you have fun? What's the you gave kind of a wishy-washy answer on that of like, oh, I don't what did I say? Much. Like, I think you just said you're like not social that much. But. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird too because it's like coronavirus. Like we, we've been in it for so yeah, long. yeah, under normal conditions. That it's like, like when you're like, oh, what do you do these days? It's like, dude, like nothing. Like nothing. watch a lot home. of movies. <laughs> but like, and you like almost forget like there was like a time before that. But yeah, I mean, there's like places in Boulder like. There, there's a few like outdoor like sitting area bar like bars that you can kind of like sit at a picnic table and like get a get a good group of people going and have a an out a non non-alcoholic beer <laughs> and just drink one and yeah th- that's always fun um yeah so i'll say that's my answer going to just catch just a not like going out like getting crazy but just catching up with friends and stuff at the at the outdoor outdoor bar <laughs> All right, and then to, to wrap it up, we ask our, our guests the same three questions every week. So, so the first one is your Instagram crush. Uh, also, like, could be, like, Twitter crush, TikTok crush, like, whatever, however you want to interpret it. Uh, I don't have TikTok. 
Uh, Instagram crush. It doesn't uh, have to be a person. It can be just like something that you're into these days. Well, I love this. This is going to be super out of left field, but I love Natasha Rogers' Instagram. Uh, oh, she's just like very strange, like, <laughs> like not like, like in a good way. Like it's like the most like non-running Instagram. So it's just super entertaining. Like she's into anime and stuff. So yeah, I, I, I love like when she has a story, I love checking it out. And my girlfriend does too. So like, I don't feel bad saying that. <laughs> yeah, I need to, maybe I need to have her on Run Your Mouth or something. Cause that's always yeah. like, the, the then, weirdos of the running world is always my. She's not my weird. She's, she's, she's super, I just, she's just like. I not said like, weirdos lovingly. Yeah, she's not like, uh, she's not like posting like, this is my tempo today. Like, and then also to got another like running. It's not only a person, but just like creeping these days to try to figure out who's like changing sponsors and stuff. That's it's been very it's such uh, a yeah. Just with the Olympics controversial. Postponed, and like it's such a unique year to like so like just like trying to creep and like find out. And then the third is uh Steven Haas. That guy's just got like I don't know how many runners if he's coaching them or what he's doing, but like his like flagstaff posts are just like what other like 20 people are there now. <laughs> Here's the 15 new people that have joined yeah, so that's, our that's sky amazing. distance today. Yeah. So, and his photos are nice. His photos are nice. That's good. That's a, that's a good coaching quality is like, uh, I always give the, the new balance boss and girls shit because like their team content is like Mark Coogan's like blurry cell phone photos. I know. Like, uh, that's I know. Uh, having, that's a, the, having a media literate coach is definitely an asset. Well, that's the issue with like training alone is like, I just, it's like hard to get content, but whatever yeah well you can just do this the the only selfies from here on out i'm sure people would love it <laughs> yeah i don't know if that's happening oh man all right uh next is your your go-to karaoke song someone's handing you the mic it's your time to shout i'm going with uh ocean avenue oh, okay that's a good that's, one that's when i did uh after club cross last year or two years ago in 2019 and uh I don't know. People seem to love it. It's a lot of fun. So that's going to be my answer. All right. That's a good one. And last but not least, uh, death row meal. You're going to the chair. Today's your last day on earth. What are you eating? Uh, I might do like a pork roll egg and cheese sandwich from like a good place in New Jersey. Just uh breakfast, but pretty good on a bagel, okay. on, on a bagel, like a really good bagel too. Maybe like, maybe like three of them, honestly. Like I don't need to just eat one. Are you implying that Boulder bagels don't don't hold up? Uh, I mean, I still eat them, but yeah, like then everyone knows, like the New York, New Jersey area bagels are just like the best. So you can take the boy out of the jersey, but not the jersey yeah. out of the boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like New Jersey, like pizza. If that, if I'm allowed to like have more things, like oh sure, you can have as much. Whenever I'm home, I, I'm like, my mom's like, "What do you want for dinner on your first night back?" I'm like, "Go get a pizza because it's." nothing compares out here that's what were, i think. were you a big hoagie haven guy did you get do you guys race at princeton much in high school no never race i mean i think i raced it i raced there in college maybe i never yeah i've never been there though oh well i've heard i've heard of it yeah highly recommend for sure that's the one good thing about princeton um there are rivals in college so i can't say anything else good about them but they have good sandwiches after a race okay <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, man. This is really good. Yeah, really, nice long appreciated. I feel like I've uh, I've never put you on the spot to ask you actual questions. It's just like banter in the DMs. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was a nice conversation. I hope uh, I hope I got my points across, and finally people can understand that I'm not just a troll. <laughs> people can understand the real you. Like the real that. me. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, man, man. Thanks. Dude, take care. Have a good one. Until next time. Yep. Spend run your mouth.